Welcome to the Core Women Podcast, the place for women entrepreneurs, authors, and self-starters looking to build community and gain valuable insights through expert interviews with women at the top of their game. Join your host, podcaster, producer, expert coach, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Summer Watson, as she aims to inspire and empower you through these candid conversations. Lean in and embrace the journey. It's time to start the show. Here's your host, Dr. Summer Watson. Today on the show, I would like to welcome Corinne Guerrillo, who is the author of Angel Wealth Magic and The Angel Experiment. She is also a Chicana and Puerto Rican mother, a licensed psychotherapist, visionary leader, inspirational speaker, and proprietor of the Casa Condor Retreat Center in Mount Shasta, California. There is so much to talk about here. Let's jump right into this. And welcome, Corinne. Ah, thanks for having me, Summer. So great to be here. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Before we delve into your professional background, can you describe your journey in one word? Yes, miraculous. Miraculous, yes. Interesting. Tell us more. Why that word? Essentially, every area of my life, including business and what I I do uh, for we call it work, but a lot of times it mostly feels like play. It is bizarre that I've had the run that I've had, you know, where I stand today, you know, 20 year old me would be so like not even believing what I'm doing for a living and the stuff that I get to do. And uh, I think one of the most miraculous parts is I actually enjoy my life, which I did not for the first several decades. Um, Yeah. So, so on many levels, miraculous. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Well, my next question is, and it's a bit of a follow-up on maybe what you just said, give us a glimpse of where you grew up some of the things that impacted your life and how you've developed your passions to where you are today in your professional history. Yeah. Well, my father did two tours in Vietnam Mm -hmm. and uh, when he came back, you know, this is back in the day, they didn't have a lot of mental health. So we struggled a lot dealing with his PTSD and his alcoholism. Mm -hmm. And so it was very intense uh, upbringing because he was, you know, unmedicated and didn't have access to therapy. You know, people just didn't do that back then. So and it was very violent, you know, growing up and, you know, there was just a lot of hardship growing up and also poverty. My mother eventually left him and, and we were in a really uh, bad place financially, though we were free. I don't blame my dad. I have a good relationship with him now. So, you know, my mother passed away when I was a, a teenager And I think with all of that, by the time I was 18, I remember having my first thoughts of being ready to die. And I think, you know, I still played a good game. Luckily, I was good in school. So I ended up going to college, but I always had this devastating inner world that pretend like everything's okay on the outside, do what you're supposed to do just because you can. So I went to school and did that stuff, but eventually just the world caved in on me. And I, after my mom died, I started using drugs and, and just exacerbating on my intense loneliness and feeling essentially abandoned, you know, it was just really me. So yeah, that's kind of like set the tone for my life or it's just kind of fake it till you make it and every day hoping that that day would be my last. Mm -hmm. And that went on for about probably 15 years, even though I got married, I had a kid, it was still a struggle 
And it was almost as if the older I got, the more the intensity of my inner life came forward. So yeah, that's kind of like the beginning. I ended up getting a master's degree in psychology eventually, but still deeply struggled with depression. And it wasn't until I connected with really my spiritual side in a very potent and powerful way. Specifically, angels are the ones that kind of ushered that in, in a very real way that my life began to change in radical and miraculous ways towards the positive. Yeah. Well, and we are going to get into the whole concept of angels because I want to hear more, but that is an interesting background. Your insight into that is really strong. And so you can tap back into that. Let me ask you a question because there's a lot of similarities here. My bio dad didn't go to war, but he was very abusive. And so when I was growing up, it was very tumultuous, abusive. He was erratic, his behavior, same kinds of things. And yet I wanted to, like you, show the world that I'm okay. Everything's functioning well. But he never Mm -hmm. felt that draw to like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hurt myself or I'm going to, you know, I feel like I didn't feel that overwhelmed. Although there was a lot of overwhelm. I think I just started shutting down. Mm-hmm. But my question to you, because this really helped me as you were going through your master's program, did any of that help support your insight, your growth and how you tapped into what was going on with you internally? Because I know for me, it really helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I think when you do an intensive program like that, you have no choice, but uh, I think to be honest, that was the first time I I was forced to do therapy because I didn't even do it when I should have, even after my mom died. And, you know, I was just like, no, I was too, too proud. Or I I had my shit, you know, I don't need anything. I don't need anybody. And on, on the side and on the inside, I'm super crippled emotionally, but yeah, it really did help. And it helped to give me more, what's the word, I guess, objectivity in some of the dynamic, the family dynamics as well, helped me become a little more objective about what was going on. So, I mean, as far as insight, yes, I wouldn't say that it helped me heal though, but it helped helped give me uh, great insight and more, I guess, understanding, compassion for my family, but also in a way kind of equalized the playground between my mother's complicity and my father's, you know, because in the past, it's just like, oh, let's blame him. It's like, well, right. Uh, you know, as a mother myself, um, right. Yeah. Right. And I like how you said that equalized. So it gave you that objectivity to look at both sides and to look at where both of them kind of struggled and, yeah, and the role that I played, which was very much like the mascot, you know, I, I'm the, the comic relief in the family. And so that was my role. I'm doing good in school. And I kept a low profile unless it was comic relief, pretty much. So that was my role. And that was my limitation, which I think built the pressure inside of me to like not be able to put that clown suit away yeah. and just be a human person right. with emotions. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so you had these different roles that you were playing to survive rather than thrive at that point. So let's get into, because it's going to lead us into the question about the angels, but tell us a bit more about your new book, Angel Wealth Magic, and the simple steps to hire the divine and unlock your miraculous financial flow. As we discuss this, we'll get into more questions related to 
who are these angels? So tell us about this new book. Yeah. So this new book, I mean, just like my previous one, it's really designed towards helping people open up to the stream of what's possible. And when I say what's possible, I mean, absolute miracles, because when I encountered the angels, you know, I witnessed a miracle and that miracle just knocked my socks off and also shifted me, changed me on the inside. And so that's when I stopped just believing in the possibility of the divine existing, but knew the reality that there's some really intense uh, uh, support for us if we learn how to engage it. So this particular book, uh, where my first book really helps people open up their whole uh, life, their heart, their mind, and to find relief in working with angels to kind of decrust from a life of trauma and step, you know, open their heart essentially to the love that's there and the miracles that are there waiting for all of us. This book really focuses on helping people dream bigger with the support of angels, learn how to trust their, their guidance, their intuition that could lead them to more success. And uh, this book specifically, or at least uh, the angels, really wanted to target people who are mission-based, heart-based, and really invite them into thinking about wealth in a whole different way because heart-centered folks tend to underestimate their power and they tend to be, what's the word, very humble often. Uh, and so with that comes, you know, they don't necessarily always dream about making millions of dollars. They just want enough to support their family. And and the sense that I got when I was writing this book from Spirit is like, no, no, you let's ask for more because when you have more, you tip the balance and uh, meaning when heart-centered folks claim their economic power as well, then they can fund the causes that, uh, that they love the most with people doing good work around the world. They can fund their own dreams. And also economic power means, like I said, you can shift policies and, and things like that. So this book is is designed to help people also attract financial wealth, like fast cash, but also think about wealth as far as a long-term goal and how to work with spirit, work with angels and work with their own connection to the mystery to uh to elevate their, uh, their financial potential and to become essentially magnets for awesomeness. Oh, that is fantastic. I love the whole concept of this book. Now, can you describe your concept of angel and how we might approach hiring angel and spirit allies to unlock our next level of wealth? Yes. So a lot of us in particular entrepreneurs, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's a very lonely pursuit and, uh, you know, you hire people, physical consultants to come and help you angels for me when it comes to, uh, wealth attraction or really anything attraction, love attraction, peace attraction, joy attraction. They are almost like it's engaging an aspect of, of life that bridges the gap between the human self and the creator of all that is whatever we want to identify it as. And I do want to say, when we talk about angels, 
people automatically have this concept of this Judeo-Christian version of angel. But I just want to say angels are messengers and messengers come in a lot of different ways. So I do, do want to honor ancestors as messengers as well, or animals or nature, uh, also as a messenger, because uh, profound uh, communication goes on with all of those beings. And, and I just, you know, again, want to open up the playground for all of us to participate in an authentic way, as opposed to like a religious way, which is not how I encountered the divine. I encountered, I was actually quite the opposite of, of doing the religious thing. I was drinking a, a tequila, uh, a whole bottle of tequila every two days. And so I just want to say, you know, angels go beyond religion. They have been here from my perspective, from the beginning of time, uh, supporting uh, folks in a variety of different ways and kind of shape shift to whatever the mind requires, <laughs> but they're just here to help. <laughs> right. And that is exactly why I wanted you to describe your concept of angel, because I think that when we hear the word angel, we're geared towards something specific. Mm-hmm. And I think you have a very specific concept of angel and what that looks like and how we might approach hiring or utilizing that internal or that spiritual angel as an ally to unlock that wealth. So tell us about that evolution for you, how you have found the spirit allies to help you as well as help others. Yes. So they can help in a variety of different ways, but I I do want to address that one of the deepest ways that they can support us is by anchoring us more deeply into our heart, into our, who we are. And if you believe in, you know, having a purpose or that you are a soul, or you have a sense that you came here for something and you can't quite put your, put your finger on it. Angels have historically been known uh, not just to be messengers, but to really be, in a way, initiators. And that's what I have found working with these realms have helped me with initiating me into a different level of awareness or consciousness, heart consciousness specifically, and uh, anchoring us more deeply into our natural gifts and wisdom. So, and the book is really about wealth attraction, but I just want to say that it's beyond wealth it's it's a different kind of wealth also. So the best kind of external wealth for me uh, comes from a fountain inside of you that is hard to describe, but it is a, a pulse of love. And it's almost a combination of love and power that we have inside of us that uh, angels can tap us into. Mm-hmm. I'm going to piggyback off something that you just said. Can you explain what channel writing is and how this helps support our wealth as well as other aspects of our lives. Because I believe that what you're speaking to doesn't just have to do with wealth, but it has to do with multiple areas of our lives. Yes, it does. And I think that in order for us to really magnetize our highest, you know, version of wealth, whatever that feels like for us, there are things down on the grounds that we have to change. We have to change the structures and the systems with which we're living within in order to accommodate millions of dollars, right? So, oh my gosh, I forgot the first part of the question. 
Oh, that's okay. Can you explain channel writing? Oh, channel writing. Yeah, yes. because that was something that was really interesting to me in the book. So can you go further into what that is and how I that know. Can others? Yeah. So channel writing in this particular book, I recommend and channel writing, what it is, is a process to access a deeper aspect of self and a deeper communication with your invisible posse, your invisible team. So <laughs> I love that. Your invisible yeah. posse. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what it is. I mean, for me. Um, and again, back to like us feeling like we're so alone all the time, you know, unfortunately we, we feel that way. But it's so not true. So I do like to think of it as like, you know, my homies, right? Yeah, absolutely. Homies. So how am I, how am I going to get down and, and chat with them, right? It's not going to happen over a cup of coffee and a sandwich. It's going to, it's going to happen more in, you know, accessing the, the more gentle voice inside of us. Cause so many of us are super identified with just our mental thoughts, our, our mm-hmm. conscious mind. And we're just hearing the loud part of the mind that's usually tyrannical, disorganized, whatever. And so channel writing helps you tap into the other stream. And so after I witnessed that miracle, I could all of a sudden hear a different stream, life stream inside of me that was more positive, optimistic, had bigger dreams. So channel writing, the process um, that I talk about in the book, helps you access that voice, helps you invoke if there's a specific angel that you want to talk to. And I give a whole encyclopedia of angels of success and confidence and, and wealth in there um, that you want to talk to. If you want some insight, it's a process of, in a way, disarming your logical mind and allowing the creative flow to flow through you. And the more that you practice this, the more that you learn to trust the information that's coming through, as long as you start acting on it. So you, the only way to really build trust is to act on it and see if it works. And so actually, Summer, a about two weeks ago, I found an old channel writing. This was at the beginning of my angel career, mm-hmm. um, not career career, because I wasn't even thinking about it as a career back then. I was just like, whoa, oh my gosh, angels are real, right? So yeah. I started channel writing with them and I found this channel writing. I don't remember doing it, but 11 years ago. So I just found it two weeks ago. I look at what it said and my mind was absolutely blown because it talked about when I'm an author, don't worry about your books. We'll write them through you. We're going to write your spiritual books and your psychological psychological books through you. So we'll write them for you. I had no no concept, no interest in becoming an author or a spiritual writer. Even that would be insane for me that long ago. And there was so much other stuff in there. It was as if I copy pasted the work that I actually do today. And I would never have had the imagination for that when I was 11 years ago or 12 years ago, whenever this, um, this channel writing was done. So it was done within the first, uh, year of me witnessing that first miracle, but it took me quite a while to start coming more out of the spiritual closet. I had no interest to do it as a career period back then. So channel writing, do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And I love where you talk about, you know, disengaging with that cerebral, right. And just kind of getting away from just the the frontal lobe, constantly <laughs> thinking, thinking, strategizing, da, 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 the concept, yeah. you know, but I love in the book that you do give concepts and process. And I think that's really important to be able to visualize disengage from our norm, right? Of what are we looking at? How are we going to strategize? How are we going to, all these things 
just flying at us, right? And convoluting what we really want to do and how we feel about A, B, or C, and then how that's coming through us and working through us. Not we're we're not working separately from it, right? Mm -hmm. It is a part of us, and so those angels, so to speak, are. They're saying, hey, listen, there are different ways of approaching this. There's different concepts here, but here's how you're going to put this into practice. Oh, exactly. Yes. And I think that's so important for each of us. And this is a great start to help folks start really exploring new sides of themselves and being creative and really thinking about, well, in a different way. And I think you're absolutely right, Corinne, when you talk about those humanists and those that want to serve people, a lot of times, and I'm one of them, we do it because we do, we want to support community. We want to lift others up. But in that process too, we forget how are we lifting ourselves up? How are we learning to monetize and modeling that, that shift? And I think that's important. I think that's really important because you are part of that equation. You are important. You are valued. And I think these angels are telling you that. And so I love this concept. Yeah. And, you know, one of the interesting things, you know, when I started shifting gears in my business and took a big uh, leap of faith and, and risk to shift out of my traditional psychotherapy practice and start working on more touching into an international audience, uh, doing online courses and workshops and things like that. Like I didn't know anything about doing that. So what was interesting is that when in working with the angels, the creativity that came through versus, oh, I take a marketing program here or an online course here. And the creativity was really fascinating. And, you know, the angels really were my marketing team in the beginning. I would sit and, and ask, okay, how, okay, I have this idea. I would channel like whatever course I wanted to create and how am I going to make this happen? And I remember talking to a business coach and I said, oh, I want to do this 21 day program. And, and she's like, no one's ever going to buy that. Like, don't do it. And I said, I I don't care. That's where the party is. This is, you know, I know you want me to do the six month thing, but I just want to do a 10, 21 day thing. And let me tell you, she said, no one's going to, no one's going to buy it. So, so, uh, you know, that program did pretty well. I mean, it made some money, right? But at the end of that program, I converted like 70% of those people into a six month training. So it was like a six figure launch. Uh, essentially, and it only took me 21 days to get there <laughs> because people loved the 21 day work with the angels so much that they're like, we're going to do whatever. Like <laughs> I had some miracles happen, six months, easy, let's do it. So that's what I mean. It's like, it'll get you out of the box and will working with angels and developing that relationship will give you this sometimes the really crazy ideas that, that might actually work. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if they're so crazy, right? Exactly. I I don't think they're crazy. I think it's just a different way of approaching something that can be successful for you. Mm -hmm. And that 21 day program was essential to opening up your information and the value of that information to others. And that gave them something to grasp onto and say, oh, you know what? We really like what she's talking about. How can we get more of this? Let's do a six month with her, you know? So it was needed. So I love that you actually went forward 
and you embraced your 21 day program because I think it's just look at where it took you. Oh yeah, exactly. And guess what? Like the first book that I did was based on that program. I got a traditional publisher. It's not nice. self-published and right. a great publisher at that one, at that, you know, they did, they, they did the power of now I mean, it's like, you know, a really great publisher and that business coach who knows her stuff was about to talk me out of it. Mm. Right. Mm-mm-mm. But, and that's, that's where learning how to trust your connection and your intuition and your access to deeper wisdom, which right for you, that's why we have to learn how to quit disempowering ourselves all the time uh, based on this expert and this expert. And I mean, I, I do it all, but I also like have myself <laughs> and my own allies to, to kind of find a happy place where I'm going to thrive. Absolutely. And I love that because I think that you're right. We can't discount our own inner voice, our own muse, our own angels, because that is taking away from who we are and our own creativity. I don't know if you were taught this, but having a doctorate in clinical psych and coming up the ranks of of this profession, when I worked in California for one of the largest mental health facilities in the state of California, I was taught to not really tap into the spiritual and not ask people about their religious or spiritual side, because that was too much of that woo woo. Right. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. could really contribute to religiosity focus and focus on the devil, angel, you know, that kind of stuff. But a lot of times when I rethought that, I thought, you know, I think for some people, we're discounting a part of them and what's important and what helps them through those really difficult and challenging times. And so as much as I was trained to discount A, B, or C, I relearned and rethought that for myself, thinking we are made up of so many different things. And for some people, their spirituality is extremely important. So how can I discount that? How can I not ask about that? Yes, of course. Yes. And I, you know, I had a kind of similar journey because I was having all of these angel experiences that all after that miracle I was just dialed into angels. So I'm sitting with therapy clients and I hear or feel angels come in and they want to help this person. They want to do some energy work or they want me to do some energy work. So freaking awkward when you are a traditional therapist and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. this new reality is coming in and you don't know what to do. And so all the same training, all the same biases in my mind, all this isn't appropriate. But you know, when you have someone who's been crying for six months straight, who can't sleep and you got the angels coming in, I mean, eventually I finally took a risk and I was like, look, I know this is weird, but there's a presence here. There's some angels here. I, I don't know what you're philosophy is on this but would you want to hear a message (laughs) yes or no sorry and I'm apologizing the whole time I know this is weird but and no one ever said no no one the the atheists never said no the religious never said no everyone said sure and then when I started delivering the messages and and I I would ask do you mind if the angels kind of help lift your vibe a little bit everyone says yes so I started kind of doing it and then, you know, I had to talk to like the legal team <laughs> at camp, you know, like, hey, so they just said, you know, if you're going to do that work, just call it energy work and it's not therapy. So eventually that's kind of what I uh, shifted into because the impact was so intense and and so much more rapid than if we were just talking about trauma. Um, right. So, yeah, that was a process, you know, that was oh, a process. Absolutely. 
And that's what I love about this conversation because you went through a process. Your process is the model for, you know, these books for, you know, describing what your concept of angel is and also putting that into practice and what that looked like for you and changing your traditional professional way you approach therapy into energy work. And I think that that was an evolution. That's something that you learned and tapped into and something that came forward from you that you needed to figure out, how do I put this into practice? And so I'm sure that is in your books, which is freaking amazing. And so it gives another approach and idea for folks that they themselves may be going through this transition as well. It may not be the same transition. It may not be angels. It may not be the spiritual realm, but it can be another transition. And I think that's really important. And that's why I asked earlier, how can you describe this as well? Not just by the money aspect, but the other aspects of your life, because it changed you personally and professionally. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting to hear about. So I know that we talk a lot about your background, about the books, about angels, the concept of channel writing. If there was one concept or action item that you would want someone to take away from this book, what would it be? I guess, depending on the moment, I would change my answer. But what's coming to me (laughs) right now is really making a choice, a powerful choice. If there's something that you want to shift in your life to not do the dance too much of should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I, because that is a trap. And I just want to say whatever choice, if you there's something that you know that you sense may lead you to more joy, but it also may be impractical in your mind, almost like talking about angels was an extremely impractical choice when you, I'm already a, a, a successful therapist, but all of a sudden, okay. So if there is uh, something inside of you that is wanting to, in a way, smash down an old way of being or let go of something that you even think to you is actually still working, like my private practice, it was still working. Why would I let go of a good thing? Okay. So sometimes we're called to let go of good things in order to have things that are more juicy and delicious to our soul. And so make a powerful choice towards that, towards joy, towards something delicious inside of you that's trying to be set free. And while you're at it, ask for more wealth and abundance in all of its forms to come your way. And this is what angels are so freaking good at, you know, the more that you enlist your team, because we don't know, sometimes we don't know how we're going to get there. And that really is where, where angels thrive. Oh my goodness. Thank you for that takeaway. And this is somewhat of a similar question, but as we come to the close of the interview, my last question is, if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom today, what would those be? Okay, I'm going to, I'll ask the angels for that one. Right now, they're just showing me dark clouds and a storm, and they're showing this radiant uh, light behind the storm. And they're saying that the storm is almost, well, how my brain interprets it, is is the cluster blank that we we conceive of our lives, right? It's like all of these 
solutions or all of these riddles to solve. They're saying, don't worry about the how you're going to get there. Right now, their invitation is to focus on the light that's beyond the appearances of things. And so that light is what helps get you through any stormy or cloudy. Uh, They're saying it's part of its confusion. They're showing up as the light beyond the storm, just like the sun shines, no matter what storm is happening. They're saying that this essence is part of you and angels, again, help bridge the gap, help take the human and connect them, drill a little hole through the clouds so that you can receive love. And now they're saying, open your heart to not just the belief that angels are real, forget about beliefs. They're saying to the reality of angels and the possibility that they are real. And just by opening up to that possibility that you can feel and experience a different level of joy, peace, and, and possibility. Thank you so much, Corinne, for joining me on the Core Women podcast and for those words of wisdom. Thank you. So wonderful being here. Absolutely. You can follow Corinne Gorillo on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and at www.corinnegorillo.com. You can also find her book on Amazon and at New World Library. Thank you for joining us on the Core Women Podcast with Dr. Summer Watson. We're so glad you're here and would love to connect more with you. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Core Women and on Twitter at Core Women One. For more about Core Women and Dr. Watson, visit corewomen.com. Want more support and resources for amazing women like you? Great! Join Dr. Watson and Jen Fontanilla at the Life, Love & Money Collective, a Core Women production that aids in understanding the key traits that might be getting in the way of living a life that you are absolutely passionate about. Connect with Summer and Jen and find out more at thelifeloveandmoney.com.